0: five. (laughs) Are we on five? Yeah, episode five. Let's go. That's actually huge. That's a huge deal. It is. Most Uh, podcasts don't last after episode seven. Oh. That's a statistic. So y'all just better so, if we make it to episode seven, smooth sailing from there. Yeah, for real. We're not even going to try anymore after that. But if we make it to episode seven, we have officially defied the odds. De- for sure. Defied the odds. <laughs> defied all odds. What's
1: Despite up, y'all?
0: all the criticism. Right, right. Anyway, but what's up, y'all? <laughs> <laughs> they don't this talk is where you answer. <laughs> y'all tell us. Yeah, tell yeah, us. So, We're so, gonna so, you- so, so, what's up? <laughs> But you know what's funny though? Some people really do like they'll text me and be like, "I'm trying to talk back to (gasps) y'all from my car." I love that. I I know sometimes I wish that they could in a way. Wish you guys could all be with us here. No, you know like this room is too small for that. You know, YouTubers and stuff like that would be like, "You guys are like my friends." I'm like, "You're talking to 500,000 people." Yeah, like you don't know who's watching. Like I just feel like you guys are my friends. I feel like I'm talking to my friends. I'm like, "You're staring into a camera." right like you're not talking to friends right the first hundred people may be your friends yeah. maybe yeah. On, yeah on facebook i can't even i know that i know a hundred people but i literally can't like if you said hey name just 10 people right now that you know <laughs> it would it would like be hard for me uh i'd be like just puts victoria, me on victoria uh, uh, Bri- dalton brianna Nate, and then eight others and then one of them's gonna be my dog yeah <laughs> not a person (laughs) delta yeah um all right so let's get right into it yeah y'all orders of business okay we gotta (laughs) we gotta start opening up like that i think we did that last week Mm -hmm. orders of business orders of business so what do we want to tell them um well if you're not following us on instagram and facebook i don't even know how you found us Well, and how are you getting updated? How are you staying informed? How do you even know that we're even doing this right now? Yeah. You can't not be following the Instagram and the Facebook. So if you are not following the Facebook page, if you're not following the Instagram page, go do it. Yes. And and if if you're like, I don't have Facebook, I don't have Instagram, we'll make one just to follow us. Yeah, it's not that hard. Yeah, it's literally not that hard. Although the other day I felt really old. When I went to make a cooking Instagram reel mm-hmm. and Victoria, I was like, I don't know how to add text to this. <laughs> I don't know how this works. Like, I but I can, I'm starting to understand why older, like the boomer generation yeah. will literally be like, I'm not converting this to a PDF. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, youngsters come yeah. in here and do this for me. It's like, do I'm like, if you send me one more Word document, bro, it's over with. Bro, I'm not I'm doing it anymore. I'm blocking your number. But I, th- seriously, though, I understand the older I get, I'm I like, I'm not downloading another app. I know. It's too much. It yeah. really is. I'm not downloading threads or whatever. Yeah. I don't... Is that a closed app? Like, what? <laughs> I know. I, mean. I know. But it won't last. It I bet won't. you it won't last. Uh. I don't even know what it is. It's Twitter, but... But, but not. But meta. Like, Twitter, but it. minus Elon Musk. Yep. <laughs> So, it's Mark Zuckerberg's Twitter, essentially. Mark, you need to chill, Uh, though. Come on now, Mark. Because we've already, like, you already have a lot going on. Right. So. How do we get here? And I'm pretty sure that Mark Zuckerberg was created by AI. (laughs) That dude was created by artificial intelligence. You are not going to convince me otherwise. Don't, if y'all, y'all know, like, his name, because you're like, oh, yeah, inventor of Facebook, whatever. If you've ever watched that dude in an interview... Robot. Robot. Yeah. A robot. It's weird. I'm sure he's a nice man or whatever. So, follow us on Instagram. Like our Facebook. Stay informed. That's when we announce things like, you know, new series, Mm -hmm. uh, what the episode's going to be about that week, and then we just post things throughout the week. Yeah. Encouragement, stuff like that. So, follow us there. And wherever you're listening. So, if you're listening on Spotify, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, our listener Ratio is like 50-50. Yeah. For who's listening where. Yeah. So wherever you are, go ahead, leave us a rating. Yep. Only a good one, though. Only A rating or a review. If you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. Yeah. I yeah. know your mom's told you all that, so just yeah. don't do it. Yeah. So leave us a rating or review, or actually both. hmm And that really helps us out. It gets the word out. And mm-hmm. also, if y'all um, just... If you feel so inclined to engage in any of our on any of our posts to share to comment, like uh, that really helps us out too because obviously it puts the algorithm in our favor favor and so it helps more people see our posts when you guys engage like comment share yeah absolutely that. So that absolutely too. like when you share it to your story that kind of stuff yeah and also it's super nice of you guys to do that Like yeah. thank you so yeah absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So I was tr- I was like, what is that noise? But Dalton's cooking. Yeah. I was trying to make sure it wasn't something related to the audio that sounded weird. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, next thing, order of business. I'm writing a cookbook. Yep. So, Prima. progress update. I am probably 50% done with it. So, 50%. I still have a long way to go, but I am did you spill your water? No. Oh, okay. I just knocked it over, and there's a lot of noise. And oh, yeah, yeah. it's fine. It's fine. So, tailgate to table is what mm-hmm. it's called, and it's my cookbook. It's you know, really mine and Dalton's. We're working on it together, but the vision is that it will be a guide to hosting Saturdays in the South. Yeah. So we love football. We go to a lot of football games. He's a coach. It's been a part of our lives, and since I was a kid too Uh, because my dad was a football coach my brother's a coach so I just had this vision for what would it look like if I created a a cookbook of all the recipes and all the things that we always do during football season but just put it on paper Mm -hmm. and just a little passion project that I'm working on so tailgate to table follow that account on Instagram like the Facebook I make it get victoria she runs our socials so i may could get her to (laughs) do a little shout out for me but yeah definitely i'm just trying to get the exposure uh up a little bit on that as i get closer to finishing it up yeah and it's like legit y'all she ain't it's not like she's posting this little pdf on a website this is a real like cookbook you're gonna want it yeah, it's You're going to want to put it on your coffee table. You're going to want to have it in on your stand in your kitchen. My thing is I don't know how to... I don't do things like halfway. Mm-hmm. That's why it's taking me a while right. to get it done <laughs> because I'm like, no, I want it to look really good because if you're buying something, it should, you know, it should look yes. good and it should um, be something that you actually use. So, I just thought to myself, what would I want if I were a consumer in a store? You know, what would I want? So, we're working on that. I would love to release it mid-September. Yeah. That's ideal. If Mm -hmm. I could, that's the goal. But ultimately, you know, if it has to be later than that, that, he just broke something, I bet. (laughs) But no, if it has to be later than that, then that's fine, too. (sighs) Because I'm... It's weird. I was talking to a mentor of mine today, and she was like, You do understand you're not on a like, this is your thing. Yeah, you're not yeah. on like a deadline. Um, yeah, deadline. And it's I'm not like, a work project. And I'm like, I know that, but you I got to put a to, deadline in place. Yes, because even when they're my own projects, I'll still procrastinate. Yeah, 100%. So I had to make a business plan with a deadline and dates for when I want to put things out because yeah. otherwise it I'm won't just be done. it it won't. Yeah, because how many people have goals and, and dreams and things they want to do, but it never happens because they just don't want to get there. Like Very they true. want the goal, they want the end result but not the process that goes with that. That's right. So That's yeah. a word. Anyway, that anyway. that was a long plug for tailgate to table, but I'll keep you all updated on that. No, but it's good. We should so, probably Yeah. So, Jesus Junk and Joy? Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, I have a new I have a proposed plan. Let's just do each Jesus Junk and Joy. Jesus Junk and Joy. You yeah, know what I mean, Instead yeah, of like yeah. going back. That's yeah. like a lot. okay, that sounds good. Um, you want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead. Cool. Jesus moment. Last night we had a really sweet um event at church called it's the second sunday of the month at mars hill we do a thing called thrive and flourish and it's like our ladies event and right now it's a series um of summer sal- summer salads and stories oh um and so everybody brings like a salad and um i know that sounds like lime bisque risk really good no like that's salads sometimes salads are it's like oh y'all just eating salads these salads that these ladies be bringing hearty Good salads. Oh yeah, you know, loading you know up my be plate. A, so is it like just lettuce salads, or is it like oh no, baby, anything? I brought deviled egg, potato salad yes, yesterday. Ma'am. Oh okay, um, yeah, pasta you're good. salads, all kinds of stuff. You know, oh chicken salad. Yeah, chicken salad. Okay, you're good. So yeah, it's good. Um, but yeah, so and last night we did um, like sharing our stories, and so we like wrote like just talked about a time of flourishing. So when was a time in your life where, um, you saw like the Lord, like helping you flourish in, in your story or like there was a flourishing moment in your story Yeah, you saw the Lord flourish in someone else, like as in growth and, um, you know, just the definition of, of flourishing. Right. Um, and so we shared it, shared our stories with the ladies at the table and it could be any, any kind of story. And so, Um, I shared mine, and, you know, a couple of the other girls shared theirs, and it was just such a sweet time, and I'm super glad that I made the time to go on a Monday night when it's, like, after work, sometimes you don't feel like going, it was raining, but it was such a sweet time um, with those ladies, and I think it's just, it just really helped me to remember that it's really important, like, to um, prioritize community with like other women in the church that are not necessarily not all like not all of them being your age too. right yeah so, so that's and that's a beautiful picture of the older teaching the younger mm-hmm. and also a picture of age is not everything yeah you know exactly it's, Exactly. It is, hold on morgan green's calling me let's put her on the pod oh or morgan God. Krim. but okay no way okay Hey, you're on speaker and you're on the pod
1: on the podcast yeah we're recording uh, am i gonna make the cut yes this is my favorite moment of my whole life so far <laughs> and you
0: just got married got married <laughs> Not that long ago. ago yeah yeah i
1: have made it well i am on this greatest podcast <laughs>
0: what what would you want to tell the listeners what do you want to say
1: oh i don't know you're putting me on the spot
0: all right um, well, we're talking about...
1: Okay, I do, like, Jesus, Junk, and Joy? I could do that.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I do it real quick. I do
1: listen y'all. I know.
0: Okay. I do it. Do your Jesus, okay, Junk, so and Joy. Okay,
1: my Jesus is... We had Vacation Bible School tonight, and it's going really good. Oh. And so I prepared for that. It's been super fun. And my junk is probably Vacation Bible School last night. I <laughs> did not get the pre-K attention at all. Oh. But tonight was the Jesus because they were paying attention and that was really good
0: that's so awesome
1: a low to a high you know right and and I guess my joy is got to spend time with one of my friends from church today we went and got our nails done so that was really fun wait you have other friends I'm sorry Brian. I shouldn't have told you that <laughs>
0: <laughs> so stupid that's awesome Morgan well good
1: and my other joy is that I'm getting to see you in like two weeks. Oh, oh now she wants to yeah, backtrack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: Well, I'm gonna hop off here so we can continue. But I wanted to feature you on the pod.
1: I am so honored. I'm am not gonna be able to sleep tonight. I'm so excited. Oh my
0: god! It doesn't come out till Thursday, so you're gonna have to. You're gonna have and to then
1: wait. I'm hear my voice and be like, "Ugh," because nobody likes to listen to their own voice. We've tonight. gotten
0: used to it. Yep. <laughs>
1: I feel so honored.
0: Okay, finish your
1: podcast. All right,
0: bye, bye. I love bye. you. Bye. Love you too. Love you, Victoria. Love bye. you, bye. <laughs> I had to. That's so sweet. I love her. Okay, so you continue. Yeah, so that was a really sweet time. Um, junk. Let's see, let's see. So that was your Jesus and your joy. Well, yeah. My okay. joy. Well, I didn't do my joy yet. My junk. Okay. My junk was um You normally are like I don't know. My have house. Anything. Uh oh yeah you saw mine my house is junky it's got junk in it same um, so that's it that's my junk my joy is um, I don't know um, my joy is oh my boss shouted me out in our like Full whole enrollment meeting, like quarterly meeting with like all of the enrollment staff. That's a huge deal. Um, and like my boss's boss's boss like, was in there. That's amazing. I know. Um, because I um met, I went, I was at 155% of my enrollment goal and only recruited for not five months, which was like so cool. Wow. So you far exceeded, yeah. Expectations. And it's my first like recruiting year there. So that was really cool. Um, and it was a good, and I told my boss, I said, thank you so much for saying those sweet things. Um, because it was from her. Yeah. And she was like, she said, I meant every word. You are so, she said, you were like so sweet and great. And I was like, oh my gosh, stop. You know what this reminds me of? Yeah. John Chris podcast. They do this (laughs) thing. I know I always. But anyway, yeah. they do this thing called Tire Pump. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what's something that like made you feel good this week? It's like a humble brag yeah, kind of thing. That was it. But no, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It was really sweet. I it always really sweet feels moment. really good when a superior... Affirms your work. Yeah. And compliments you. That, and that makes me think of something else. The other night, <laughs> Dalton was talking about the fact that... Uh, <laughs> that I can be kind of a space cadet like yeah dit, definitely ditzy sometimes yeah for and, sure you can yeah for sure uh, shut <laughs> up but he's he was telling someone else that yeah. my principal told him that he was like he's like I'm so impressed with with Brianna, she's been so professional. Just the way she handles herself and and carries herself. And Dalton was like, <laughs> <laughs> and he just "If only you laughing. knew." <laughs> That's really funny. Because I, I mean, if for example, like if I needed to pay the water bill, yeah, I don't like. We're not gonna have it because I don't do that. I mean, you gonna turn pay, the faucet on? Nothing's gonna come out. Yeah, but no. So yeah. I, he just thought that was funny. That's funny. All right, what's your Jesus Junk and Joy, sis? Okay. So, my Jesus. So, I led, like, we were on the worship team this past Sunday. Yeah. And I messed up twice. <laughs> but I guess my Jesus is that it doesn't matter.
1: Mm-mm.
0: <laughs> and it was still, it was like such a God glorifying song. And. After moments like that, you really have to deflate your ego a little bit. Yeah. And just kind of remind yourself, like, this isn't about you ultimately. Mm-mm. You know, when you mess up, it's it's still fine. That's good, yeah. Uh, and I just felt encouraged, like, even though I was, you know, when stuff like that, how, you sing at church, like, you get kind of yeah. embarrassed and you're like, dang. Yeah. And we're, I mean, our church is pretty big. Yeah, and yeah. And it's not... It's not like my country like yeah. small church that I grew up in. I mean there are a lot of people that I don't even really know yet. Like mm-hmm. three services and you mess up and you're like, "Dang, that was on the live stream." <laughs> yeah. No. Like that was not that's but true. just being reminded that you're gathered together with believers and you're leading in worship. Yep. That's right. You're not it's not a special it's not a performance it's, you're, not, it's not a concert it's no not a concert. and it's not a Sunday morning special oh you you're gonna do a special no it's not that yeah it's not y'all listening to me it yeah. is me leading out like in worship yes and so just just that reminder that the Lord gave me and gives me every time so that's good that's encouraging yeah you just have to remind yourself that you're it's not about you like Mm -hmm. you're being a you're a vessel and you're being used absolutely to serve but ultimately to point to the one that's right who you know who deserves the glory that's good so my junk my house is messy as well i have a lot of just junk that i need to get rid of Mm -hmm. i Mm -hmm. mean just just clothes and You know what gets the junkiest in my house is my entry area. Uh, Kitchen and living room for me. Okay. But you connected. But when you walk into your house, you walk straight in to the living room. Yeah, it's the living room. So it's like that's the first thing I see. I come up in there, it's like clothes or whatever. I'm like, I know. So my entryway, like the door from the garage to that area, is. It's like, like you saw it. It's like, what is going on? What's happening here? Like, it just needs to stop. So, hopefully before school starts back, I can get that somewhat organized. sure. I'm tempted to just get rid of the storage thing altogether. Oh, yeah. And like, be forced to not put stuff there. Yeah. Because if there's a surface, you're going to put stuff on it. (laughs) I know. Just take all the furniture out of your house. (laughs) Minimalist. I'm just a minimalist. Minimalist. I sit on beanbag chairs. Yeah. On the (laughs) floor. So I guess that's my junk. We have no um, tables. My kind of junk is that we do go back to school in like a few weeks, and I don't feel ready. Boo. Yeah, I saw back just to kidding. school stuff in Walmart, I and I was like, that. I was I like, like, wow, Y'all. people are still going to the beach. It's just got we just got it's done with Fourth literally of July. Come July. On. like come on you know, now. But school just starts back earlier and earlier each year. Yeah, like what's our going students on? come back August seventh. Ooh. That's I remember so not going back early. to like the fourteenth and stuff. I know, I know, it's so early. Like, yeah, it is. We go back July thirty first as teachers. Oh. That is like borderline a crime. <laughs> I knew you were about to say some dramatic stuff. A crime. I mean, how <laughs> I you, knew you were about to be. It's honest. still summer. I'm talking. About it's still July, and you want us to go. Get- that's too Now much. listen. Why y'all got to be there a week before everybody else? That don't make no sense. It don't take y'all a week to cl- do your room. No. I'm All the like non-teachers listening are like, you little spoiled brat. Like, you got the whole summer off. <laughs> I know. but That's no. actually so true. But I did work a little bit this summer. so Yeah. Anyway, but that I guess that's kind of my junk. But yeah. also at the same time, my joy because I'm looking forward yeah. to meeting my students this year. Yeah, that's going to be fun. I'm teaching some new things all new, actually. I'm teaching all Ooh, new content, which that's is awesome. exciting slash overwhelming. So very cool. Just keep me in your prayers, and anyone who is like praying for us, you know, if, if we're on your prayer list, add my students to your prayer list. Yes. Add my classroom to your prayer list. Like, my goal, I want students to, I want students to feel Jesus. Like, even if I can't outright say all the time, yeah, or like ever. Unless I'm kind of asked. I mean, I, I teach in a public school, so it's it's hard to navigate those situations. That's right. But I still want, you want students to know there's something different Very about true. you. You know, and that they, that they feel safe with you and that they can let their guard down. Still discipline and still, you know, classroom management and all of those things, but grace as well. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, when you're a believer, like... It affects every area of your life, and hopefully, you can just kind of be a light without even having to say anything, you know? Right. Which is like kind of like convicting. You're like, oh, dang, I do need to be because you, know you I mean? want to know something. Those kids are watching. Yeah, they are. They, they are more watching. than you think they are. Mm-hmm. So, all right, Facebook memories. All right, I got them. Okay. All right. So, 13 years ago, this was July 5th, 2010. Okay. Okay. Um, Taylor Swift lyric oh okay um it is um you want me to sing it yes yeah <laughs> please no please victoria this thing is breaking down we almost never speak i don't feel welcome anymore you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. baby what happened please tell me because one second we were perfect now you're halfway out the door what's it wait what's the name of this one just trying to guess I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't really, like, after her country area era, I stopped listening to Forever for and Always. Oh, okay. Forever That's the one always. she wrote about Joe Jonas. Okay. I didn't want to, like, I didn't want to make this, like, a concert. You just start, start to wonder, like, as all. many in the Swifties listening, like, don't go to, don't riot, but you start to wonder if Taylor's not the common denominator don't say that. Don't ever say that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's worth asking. I'm kidding. Yeah, do not. You're about to get canceled. But don't, it's worth y'all asking. Y'all don't, don't listen to her. Like She's had a long day. Don't listen to her. Please don't cancel. Oh, also, um, 13 years ago, July 5th, 2010, live today like it's your last. This is not a dress rehearsal. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to talk about that any further. So... All right, here's the thing. Uh, Morgan just texted me and said, "I made the podcast. My life is made." <laughs> That's so sweet. So Over. I posted in. Now these aren't from today. In, yeah, in years past. Yeah, I've been lo- I've been collecting them yeah. throughout the week. So I had a friend in you know elementary high school mm-hmm. and into high school. I mean into uh, elementary middle school and into high school is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, and her name was Brooke and. Um, we would hang out a lot like you know you had those friends that you hung out with like so much yeah. so much so she was that for me well one day we were hanging out and we just like posted on facebook all day long yes I, yeah and it would be the silliest stuff yes for example laying out yep yep <laughs> or love my best friend just woke up with with Brooke Santa. Mm-hmm. and I'm like, why? Why did we do that? Why did we feel the need to announce everything to Facebook? And then also, <sighs> it's annoying. Why, Morgan? I'm not talking to you right now because I'm recording. But anyway, okay. <laughs> then another one. This now this one isn't funny. This one is accurate. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I hear Love Song by Sarah Bareilles in every department store I go in. That's not, that is so true. Like, why is it that? Did she have some sort of like deal with department stores on, hey, y'all have to play my song on repeat? Has to. It's like that and Matchbox 20 plays in every store too. I'm good with Matchbox 20. Me though. too. I love oh, Matchbox Me too. Me too. So here's Hot Take. Francesca Vatticelli is Christian Sarah Bareilles. That's not a hot take at all. I feel like that is the pro, the perfect appropriate take. Okay, perfect. perfectly appropriate take. Because I thought that the other day, and I thought that's accurate. Francesca Ballastelli is She's Christian. Christian Serebrellis, same, same concept, same style of music, but Christian. Would you say? And now country music's a little bit different because like everybody in country music is a Christian, quote unquote. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Yeah. <laughs> But like to, I, t- like Trisha Yearwood yeah gives me um like Amy Grant vibes. Yeah. Well, Amy Grant married into country though Yeah, she did. Vince Gill. Vince Gill, which scandal, but no. Yeah. I saw him in concert. Yeah. I was probably the youngest person there. Yeah. He's amazing in concert though. Okay. All right, I think that that's. I think we're ready to do the topic. Sorry, oh, uh, I was going to say. Never mind. Never mind. Oh, perfect. I was going to say, and Tanya Tucker would be Sandy Patty if she deconstructed. If she deconstructed, oh my god! Oh I don't gosh. know why I said that. I just and you almost didn't say it. You I had almost to think didn't about say it. it. Yeah. All right, I think it's funny. So time to get serious. Series, serious. series. Us. Why are we like this, though? Is the question. I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna cancel this podcast. We got to start over this whole recording. Yeah, let's start over. Okay, we wanted to do a series mm-hmm. on the everyday struggles of a woman, mm-hmm. and I know that about twenty five percent of our listeners are men. But I still think that we're going to have valuable things to say about this topic in general. So this is going to be a three-part series. And we are going to hit on comparison, gossip, and boundaries. Yep. And we may end up adding something else. But Mm -hmm. right now we're looking at three parts because these are things that... Deserve longer discussions. Yeah. Uh, It's not something we could tackle in just an hour and a half, not all three of those. So, this week, we wanted to start with comparison. Mm -hmm. I think that it's something that you don't grow out of, that you start feeling and dealing with from a very young age as a woman. Um, And then also, you know, it doesn't, even the most confident person in the world. Probably still struggles with comparison to some degree. Yeah. And within comparison, there's also, you know, elements of insecurity. Yes. So, definitely. this will be kind of a combination Yes. of talking through, working through comparison and insecurity together. Kind of, because often they're intertwined. Yeah. You can talk now. No, I... I- <laughs> No, yeah, I'm super, I'm super excited. I think that um, also, if you are a, a man listening, if you're married, like maybe it's valuable to listen to these um, episodes, even if you're like mm, this may not relate to me or whatever. I think everybody can relate to comparison, like can can relate to the topic of comparison in some way. And if you never know, it might be might give you insight. It might give you insight. It might help you in your um, understanding of your wife. This yes. is me. This is us. Guilt tripping you into listening. Yeah, stay if with you us. don't listen, you're a bad husband. Oh, uh, just kidding. Just kidding. You don't have to listen. It's fine. Um, I just was being silly. But yeah, it might give I'm you some. Silly. I'm just being silly. <laughs> um, but it may give you some insight, really. So yeah, if you feel like I agree. listening. That's awesome. But if not, that's okay too. So first question I wanted to start with, and yeah. this can strictly be this is not necessarily research based. Yeah, but just our opinions why do you think women specifically tend to struggle more with comparison and with insecurity, or at least they, it's more prevalent? Mm -hmm. That's a good question. Um, I think some of it like goes back to our topic of when we were, the episode two, drink more water. Yeah. (laughs) Um, a little bit of just like, you know the standard of the standard of beauty Mm -hmm. that um and I think it really just depends because I don't know if we I genuinely don't know if we struggle more with comparison than men but I think we we struggle with it differently okay and maybe we are a little more like wear a heart on our sleeves yes. about it yes. a little bit more than men, and I think we may have different we we may compare things um, that men don't compare necessarily. Yeah, because men may compare things like careers, right, or their muscles or whatever. <laughs> Whereas women, yeah. we compare maybe. something as simple as our outfits to something as complex as the way that we mother our children. Yeah, yeah, very true. I mean, it it can... And and I think that's what makes it so difficult is that it feels like there's... Something as small as the paint color on your walls you can compare to someone else's. Very true. And in the grand scheme of things, how little that actually matters. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I... I I guess, like you said, it's the standard of beauty. It's also, more than anything, the day and age we live in, we are so inundated with this is what you should look like. This is what you should have in your home. This is Pinterest perfect. And that's something that I get caught up in a lot. Yeah. So, I I mean, would you agree that it's more so now because of media? A hundred percent. I would say that that has definitely... Um, fueled comparison um, more than it used to. We also, like, I mean, we've talked about this before. We were never meant to know what was going on in the entire world. No, um, We were never supposed to be able to see everybody's lives. Mm-mm. Ever. Like, across the world. So, Mm-mm. we were not even meant to compare that, like, to that, ourselves to that many people or to that many, like, those many right. things. Right, right. Because, like if you thought about it, if you're thinking like early, I mean I mean like thousand, you know whatever, the your people in your community is who you compared yourself to. and for the most part, you were all kind of the same, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, again, like we've talked about this, like social medias you know brought about some really a lot of good, but it's also brought about
1: new not challenges,
0: some new challenges for sure. Social media is new yeah like yeah. I think we forget that it's so new yeah and especially the way that we use it now because what Facebook is for example now is actually not what it was designed to be 20 yeah. years ago it's always evolving like social media in general is evolving into like what's the next thing that is in demand and now and, and, and ever since advertising got involved yeah then it changed everything because everyone's an influencer yeah that changed the game I mean, I don't even know how much time we even have to talk about <laughs> the whole influencer thing. I know. And how, especially women, we are all, it, so many women are living their lives online.
1: Mm-hmm. Living
0: their lives online. I'm not talking like posting a video here and there. I'm talking multiple stories and videos a day. And not just sh- putting it out there, but promoting products. And that is... and. For a lot of them, that's actually their job. That's their job. Yeah. So with that being said, that's, I mean, we've never had that before. I know. That that's is actually so wild. so new. That is so new that yes. you can now just by living your life, promote a product I know. and out, you know, on social media. And so then as females, you think, well, now I have to have a Stanley cup. Yeah. Now what I have to have Charlotte Tilbury blush. Yes. Now I have to have fill in the blank. Yeah because this beautiful blonde skinny whatever influencer has it yeah so that means i have to have it yep that's i mean that's tough yeah i've noticed is. that is a definitely a newer trend yes since COVID, i would say yes that's when it really started to pick up Hmm. so is comparison just something that we have to just live with i mean what is it always going to be a part of us yes I think comparing your anything to anything is always going to be a part of your life Mm -hmm. um and I know we'll get into this a little bit is like is comparison always a bad thing no I don't think so at all Mm -hmm. I don't think comparison is a bad thing um not always I think it can be yeah um and we'll talk about that but yeah I think comparing is natural like you literally think about like I mean Think about the little things that you compare that are not necessarily good or bad throughout the day. Yeah. Like, I feel better than I did yesterday. You're comparing today to, to yesterday. yesterday. Right. Comparison or, in general. Or I like this outfit better than that outfit. Yes. I mean, it's. It's just, com- that's comparing and contrasting is something that you do. It's not as inherently a, simple. As, as a child. Like, yeah. you're supposed to compare this, you know, blue block with this red circle block. You know what I mean, like this square block with this per- circle block. Right. Like you know what I'm saying. This is like what you do. Um. That's like a thing. Yeah. Uh, it's a part of learning, and I think it's, it's it's essential. But obviously, sin has entered into the world, right. so sin affects everything that we do, including our normal brain processes, right. like comparing and contrasting things. Would you say? Were you finished with that thought? Yep. Okay. Would you say that it's something that some women or some people struggle with more than others? Than others? Yeah, 100%. 100%. I think it just, I mean, it depends on your personality. It's nature versus, its it depends on your upbringing. Your upbringing, your personality, your, you know, gifts, all that. All of that affects, I think, how you compare. Well, and it's like if you had, for example, if you had a mom who was very quiet, modest about everything, mm-hmm. didn't brag on herself much, wasn't overly confident right. or any, guess what? You're probably going to have those tendencies. Right. Most of the time. Right. If you had a mom, like my mom, for example, confident, went for everything she ever wanted. Yeah. If she had an idea, she did it. Like, yeah. That's kind of how I am. Yeah. I just, I, in my mind, I'm like, "What's stopping me mm-hmm. from doing something I want to do?" Right. But that was a level of confidence that was instilled in me from a young age, and you know what? Sometimes it gets the best of me,
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and sometimes I need to True. dial it back. Dial it back now. Chill yeah. Now. So I just like you said, nature versus nurture. How how were you brought up? Were you brought up to be, you know, your biggest fan right. or your worst critic? Right so I don't know and then also the quote comparison is a thief of joy yeah okay we've heard that said yep actually I found out that Theodore Roosevelt said that wow that is is the origin of that quote and I never knew that until today well so I texted I'm in a group text with a couple of uh friends well one is a wife of Dalton's childhood friend and we've become friends and then it was Alexis, which is his twin brother's wife. Mm-hmm. And I, I was asking them, y'all tell me some things that you think we should discuss, talk yeah. about with, with comparison. And Alexis, that's the first thing she said was comparison is a thief, a thief of, joy. of joy. Yeah. And what does that mean, though, Victoria? Um, I think it means that, um, I think it can mean that when you start comparing um yourself in a negative way um and basically maybe even to the point of coveting Mm. um it's going it is going to steal your joy it's going to steal joy and contentment away from you explain coveting for anyone listening who may not know what that means um, wanting something that somebody else has in like a sinful way. Because jealousy, they have it. Because like they jealousy, have yeah. like, Jealousy. Like I wish that it's almost a keeping up with the Jones mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yes. So yeah. So I think yeah it stills your joy and stills your contentment when you're focused on what other people have or focused on okay how can I even how can how am I worse than them or how am I better than them? It's yeah. like are you focused either on either way. Yeah, yeah either way mm-hmm. because now you're like, like, are you even joyful in in what you have and what you're doing, and, and are you grateful? Because if you're looking for the next best thing, if you're like, well, I need to be better than them, I need to be better than you know so and so, you're not, you're gonna stay, like, not content, like, right, ever. <laughs> like, right, um, you're never gonna be satisfied, you're never gonna feel joyful, you will never be satisfied. Sorry. Yep. But <laughs> yes, I agree. I think that it takes okay. the focus. Yeah. Away from what. What really matters. Like you think about. For example. All that I'm blessed with. You know. We. We own a home. Mm-hmm. Or. We have cars that work. I mean. Yeah. We. You know. We both have good jobs. Whatever. All of those things that. It's like. These are all the things you. You are. Blessed with. Yes. And that you have to be thankful for. But all you can think about. Is the fact that. Your friend makes more money than you. Right. Or the fact that. You're. I don't know if you're a man listening. The fact that your brother-in-law just got a promotion and you've been working at the same company forever, and you right. so just things like that. That if you fixate on them, they absolutely will steal your, steal your joy. Yes. Now those thoughts will come. Yeah. I, I mean, for example, yes, I could be in Publix and I could be like, oh my gosh, that girl is so cute in her little Lululemon outfit. Yep does that mean i'm gonna go home and buy the same exact outfit no Mm-mm. that's so it, you can have thoughts and and like victoria said compare technically compare yeah and say oh that's you know or compliment something but it doesn't mean that you have to be the same or right. have the same thing right yes that's good i see you flipping in a little book there i am <laughs> looking for something <laughs> not this necess- not right this very second but i wanted to have it in my hands so this is a question that yeah. someone brought to my attention. Okay. What is at the root of comparison? And I'm going to give you three options. Okay? Is it jealousy? <laughs> is it insecurity? Or is it almost like a defense mechanism? Um or all of the above. Hmm, it can be all. I would say D, all of the above. <laughs> okay. Um yeah it could be all of the above and um again like I uh, kind of want to obviously we'll focus on like maybe or I'll I may bring up kind of comparison that is not necessarily a bad thing but yeah. talking about comparison in a bad way in the in like not in the in yeah in the sinful yeah, way in the sinful way mm-hmm. um, yeah jealousy insecurity defensiveness for sure all of the above um what would okay but here's the thing what would defensiveness look like i think that when you feel threatened threatened okay yeah i think when you feel threatened or which honestly i think that defensiveness like you acting like defensive comparing yourself because of, like, being defensive, I think actually is all rooted in insecurity anyway. Because mm. it's like, okay, where's that defensiveness coming yeah, from? Yeah, like, why, why are you, are you so you, defensive? Right, right. So That's good. And because being like, yeah, when you're feeling threatened, it's like, okay, well, why are you feeling threatened? Like, what's are you why are you What's not, happening? Why are you not secure yeah. in who you are? Right. Yes. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. And not that... And I'm not, you know, if you're not secure in who you are, this is not me telling you, be more confident. I'm yeah, just not... like just just like yourself more. No, I know that that's hard. <laughs> no. I know that that is an yes. uphill battle to find that confidence and that security. But, spoiler alert, <laughs> the only place to get it and have it as far as consistently is in Christ. Yes, of course. Because you might get a new outfit and feel amazing but give it about a year if that that outfit's not even going to be in style anymore yes and then you're thinking to yourself oh dang now I gotta get this the newest thing like that's that is fleeting all of that is fleeting yes the newest trend the you know the newest like phone I'm, I'm trying to think of anything other than material things oh jobs yeah all of that is fleeting. Yes, I mean, and it doesn't. It's not. And here's the other thing: what you do is not who you are. Yeah. Right. Like I'm a teacher. That's good. I, I, what my job is, my occupation is educator. Yes. But I'm more than just that, right? Yeah. I'm a wife. I'm a friend. I'm a podcaster, I guess. I'm, you know, what Victoria does to make money is work mm-hmm. at a university as an enrollment counselor. Mm-hmm. But that's not who she is. No. So I think where we get where we get messed up is when we start putting our identity in what we do. Yes. Rather than who we are. Yes. Because if I'm if I'm really if I'm putting my identity in the things of this world, in my job, in what my home looks like, in my husband, in, you know, whatever. Um, you know, being a hard worker being a wife being a mother the high callings high yeah, callings yeah. and definitely part of who you are right but it is not you your worth is not in what you do and in who you and and it's not in your not, worth is not in being a good wife necessarily because well, you know what else yeah when you get to heaven one day God's not going to look at you and say, your sins are forgiven because your house was always clean. Yeah. Your sins are forgiven because you were a good wife and a good mom. No. He's going to look at you and say, like, you're covered in the blood of Christ. Christ. That's it. And your righteousness is in Christ. And so when you make your whole identity this, yeah, like being a mom, being a wife, Mm -hmm. your job, your house, like whatever, then heck yeah, you're going to feel insecure or threatened when something, somebody else has something better or what, what you perceive to be better, right? Because now, because you've made that your entire being, you've made that your focus, you've made that your, so it feels like a threat to you, to yeah. your identity, yeah. So it's only and That Also, to is pride. Yes, that's pride. Yeah, and that's something that you need to let go of. Yeah, um, and pray. You know, pray through that. Like, Lord, good. help me to. Because mm-hmm. if you really truly counted your blessings, if we counted our blessings every day. We'd be doing it all day long. It's good. Yeah, that's true. I mean, because just the things, the fact that we were born in America. Mm -hmm. I mean, the fact that we're sitting here using podcast equipment and some people don't have running water. Yeah. So all of those things, you just have to just, I guess, have a mindset shift. That's good. But that doesn't happen overnight. You have to make an effort like and it may mean journaling Mm
1: -hmm. it may
0: mean saying out loud Mm -hmm. the things that you're thankful for um and and thankful that you're fearfully and wonderfully made yeah different a different dna code genetic code than anyone else in the world yeah that's good for a purpose yeah that's good and god has a plan and you know it's not gonna look just like your neighbors right right exactly been talking a lot. I'm going on, preach. I, know. I don't preach. I know, but I just yeah. get to go, and I'm no, always I like, like "Am I going to have enough to say?" And then I yeah. always have enough I know, to me say. Too. I know, and I'm like trying to like save parts of what I want to say like to other parts of our because we come in here with a little bit of an outline. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I know what we're about to talk about, and so I want to save what I wanted to say then, you know, it later. Well, but. I'm pulling up a group text real quick. Okay, this is something that a friend brought up. So how we tend to compare ourselves to other Christians yeah, and almost size ourselves up in a way of like, am I doing better than them? Yeah. Yeah. So comparison, let's shift the conversation to comparison as it relates to the body of Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I think that like, um, Brianna and I, or I sent, I was sending Brianna and Desiring God article today <laughs> that was um, titled "What was it titled?" Comparison, comparing is necessary or something like that. Yeah, um, and I will we'll, we'll include it in the show notes. Um, but it was just kind of talking about how um, you want me to read this quote. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, please. Comparison is not inherently sinful. In fact, the Bible wants us to be imitators of those. Of those who, through faith and patience, inherit the promises. That's from Hebrews 6.12. Imitation requires comparison. But if we are not vigilant and ruthlessly pursuing humility, pride will hijack comparison. Mm -hmm. Pride wants glory for the self and sees others not as necessary parts of Christ's body, carrying out sacred callings, but as threats to self-glory. When pride rules, comparison, jealousy, and selfish ambition result. And you can see James 3.16. For that. That's so good. Yes. And I think that catapults us into a deeper conversation about, because we know how comparison, how the world views comparison. Yeah. But we're called to something higher and we're called to be holy and set apart, right? And holy means set apart it doesn't necessarily mean obviously we're not without sin right but we should be different and set apart from the world yeah pursuing sanctification and not pursuing sin right right Um, so yeah pride based jealousy and comparison within the church Mm -hmm. how could that manifest itself yeah i definitely think it's one of those things of um um you can definitely start getting into that of like In an unhealthy way of, okay, well, oh, well, that girl struggles with that sin. Thank God I don't struggle with that. Like, I'm better because I, and you may not actively say that in your brain or think that. Like, you may not be actively thinking that, but I'm going to tell you right now, ask the Lord in your prayer time, in your quiet time, next time, y'all. Ask the Lord to reveal where you've been comparing yourself. Cause you might be surprised to think, oh, I have been comparing myself to my friend at church who struggled with certain sins that I can't understand. Right? Because um, you may be like, oh gosh, thank God I haven't. You know, even and those who have been redeemed, like maybe, oh, that lady, like that that believer, she like cheated on her husband. Mm. Like whoa, like I'm at least I I'm, could never, do I could that. never do that. At and, least I'm not as bad as that. And I'm talking like, yeah, I'm talking like what a, like. You, I don't know somebody's story. They they say they have sought forgiveness, They rede- have been redeemed, right? Like by by the Lord, um. They have obviously repented of that and everything, um. Made amends, whatever. Like, oh well, at least I never did that, you know? Right? Um. Or yeah, just okay. So yeah. so sin. That's yep. a part. That's a part of it. Yep. Of, well, you know, I don't struggle with gossip yeah or I don't struggle with lying yeah or or you know anything like that yeah but guess what you might struggle with I don't know yeah lustful th- thoughts yeah I mean you, it it could be anything I mean and in terms of spiritual gifting yes that's a separate part of the conversation where, you may look at someone and think, gosh, she is so good at speaking in front of people mm-hmm. or she's so good at teaching the word mm-hmm. or she is, you know, she just has a a love for the Lord that it just radiates joy, whatever. Yeah. I mean, all, the list could go on. Yeah. And I have some people in mind that, I, that I'm thinking about as I am describe those things. But guess what? You may yeah. be an amazing listener, right? You may be a prayer warrior, yeah. You have different gifts, right? You may have the gift of discernment, yes. You may have the gift of leading out in worship, like yeah. And here, because we're all parts of the body of Christ, and you need hands. Every member, you need every member. Yes. You need legs, yeah. You, I mean, all of those, like. You're not just gonna have a body full of hands. Yeah. You're not just gonna have a body full of ears. That's boring and useless. Actually, yes, it's useless. Right. Imagine, like that's a f- that's a fuel of nightmares to think about. Literally, a just a cluster of hands on a. That's it's like literally the things in my nightmares. Right. But that's movie stuff. imagine that. <laughs> like imagine right. that's silly and useless and nothing nothing good. Like right. And so, and I had to get to a point where I like. The Lord actually was like, hey, girl, don't be doing this because I was comparing myself a lot to other people. Like, oh, my I wish my Christian walk was like hers. Like, I wish mm. I was like that. And it was in a not healthy way because I was like, why am I trying to and although we should be like imitators of those who are like, which in we're going to yes. we'll talk about that, too. But I was like, I'm trying to be like this Christian. Am I trying to be like Christ? Right. I'm right. I'm trying to be like other Christians, but am I trying to be like other like am I trying to be like Christ? Or am I just trying to this look is, better. wow, this is wow. Okay. Or am I just <laughs> trying to fit into this neat little sweet Christian, Christian community yeah. and Christian uh look. Yeah. But I don't actually want to be Christ-like. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you need to ask yourself. Cuz I'm going to tell you right now, like being Christ-like one is going to look different for other people, like especially on the topics of, let's talk about modesty, mm. using discernment on what that looks like for you. Tread lightly. Exactly. We might get but I'm canceled. just saying. I'm just saying <laughs> yeah. that's gonna look different. Right. For yeah. other people. So to you, you looking more like Christ, the Lord may be putting some the Holy Spirit may be convicting you of something that He's not convicting some of somebody. You know what I mean? Like And there are else. there are Christian liberties. liberties. And that's Yes, exactly. And that's gosh, that's a whole we need to we do, need do an episode on a whole episode on that too. But yes, there's Christian liberty there, but you know, the Holy Spirit may be saying, Hey, you don't need to watch this show or you don't need to watch this like you don't need to listen to this music. Yeah. Um and you may be feeling like the Holy Spirit is saying that to you, but he may not be saying that to somebody else. Right. But so really following Christ and not just like looking the cute Christian part of mm. following Christ is going to be weird. And it's going and to can make, be messy. It's going to look weird yeah. to the world. Yeah. People are going to look at you different. Like weird sometimes because you you may not fit in a bubble like you may not fit into a nice clean cute christian bubble it may be different for you because what you're saying you are dying to self when you say yes to jesus but it is a thousand percent worth it because who knows you better than your creator literally no one right um and so he knows what's best for you he knows what's good for you so You know, focusing on, all right, if I'm going to compare myself to anything, like, let me compare myself to Christ. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) But on the flip side of that, you know, Paul, he said, imitate me as I imitate imitate Christ. Christ." Right. So the positive of comparison is you have, there are sisters in Christ around you. Yes. That you can look to. Like, I could look to Victoria and be like, I want to imitate the way she encourages people. Oh, that was just an example. That's not real. Yeah, you're not good at that. <laughs> I just made that up. No, but, or I, no, could, but lo- yeah. I could look at, you know, um, Alexis, my sister in law, and yeah. I, I want to imitate the way that she listens. Yeah. You know, I- so it's just several different things. There are actually good ways to compare yourself. Yes. And I had not thought of that until we started really studying. In preparing for this episode, that comparison, like I mentioned previously, is not inherently sinful. Yes. Because we do need to say, okay, that sister in Christ is walking with the Lord. Mm-hmm. What can I learn from her? Yes. How can I, because discipleship is a part of our walk as well. Yeah. So how can I walk walk alongside her? Or how can I disciple someone you know, younger in the faith than I am. Yes, that's good. So it's not never compare yourself to anyone, right? Way. It's just don't let pride get in the way. Yes, and one of the um in the article that I'm going to share in the show notes, um, this Desiring Art God article. Um, She said, if we took all the measuring, the comparing and contrasting out of the Bible, we wouldn't have much of a book left. God's laws and instructions fundamentally help us to see what we are and are not, what we should and shouldn't be. They also help us see how we measure up to others so that we can either imitate them or do the opposite of them. This is not sin. It is essential to growth and health as a Christian. And it said, um, what if rather than, and then a little bit later on, she said, What if rather than pretending not to notice that our friend is excelling in homemaking and parenting while we're scraping by, Mm. we honored her by giving thanks to God for her obedience, her diligence, and her example of Christ that we can follow? What if we started observing her more closely, making more comparisons rather than less so that we could tease out the principles of godliness present in her life and do likewise? Right, And then what if rather than smugly disdaining the mom who can't get her act together, we offered her a better way? What if we actually said with Paul, be imitators of me as I am of Christ? Not because we think we're better than she is, but because God has really done something profound in us and we're confident he can do it in her too. Right. I mean, that, and that's that's huge because you're making the decision to say, okay, rather than saying, dang, I'm glad I'm not like that, yeah. or you know I'm glad that we aren't stressed about xyz whether mm-hmm. it's finances fertility mm-hmm. like anything like that right so it can be something from the smallest thing to to the biggest things yeah instead of saying i'm glad that's not happening to happening to me you can say reach a helping reach out a helping hand yeah and say to that sister how can i pray for you yeah can i bring you a meal can i you know, can we do a Bible study together? I mean, it just. It's good. All these different things. But here's the other thing. Yeah. There is work to be done on our part. Yep. Because we may look at someone and say, gosh, I wish that I knew the Bible like them. Mm-hmm. I wish that I prayed as much as yes. them. You want to know what's on the list of things you can control? That. Those two things. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. That's good. Because those are spiritual disciplines. Yeah. They're not... The Come on now. Being able to read the Bible is not, oh, that's not my gift. Uh, no, you're commanded to do that, uh, sis. <laughs> that's exactly right. I'm getting... This is listen like... Listen now. I Rick, need to back up off the mic. Here, like, hey, it, it's going to be hard. Like, yeah. it's, that's why I said discipline. And like, sometimes... Yes the woman that you see that is so passionate about the word the word and who loves the word didn't get there by just opening her bible one time right she loves the word because she spends time in it right you're never going to get to that point if you're not spending time in it right you're never going to learn to love the word like she does so don't sit there in your like pity and say man I just like wish I had that gift I wish I was good at I wish I loved the word like she loves the word pray pray for the desire pray for the desire get in the word yeah get in the word you won't regret it and we can talk about this one day we just need to do an episode on the bible and how awesome it is like that like but just the word is powerful y'all so it like it is powerful it is god's word it Mm -hmm. is god's word Mm -hmm. so it has been translated and passed down for like so long, like we have, oh my gosh, from the earliest manuscripts, those are the translations we have. Like, right. that is awesome. That is incredible how long it's not it has lasted. It is not a coincidence. It's powerful. So you reading the word more because it's our deepest desire is to know him. And mm. how do we, that is literally ingrained in us. Our deepest desire, people who don't even know the Lord, their deepest desire is to know him. That and, it, and to worship something. And to worship something. So how do we get to know God? It is by reading His Word. It is by spending time with Him. So the more that you read the Word, the more that you're in the Word, the more you will love it. Yeah. The more you will love it. And another example of that is, well, you know, f- fellowship or spending time with other believers. Right. That's not, I'm, an, I'm not gifted in that area. Get uncomfortable, sis. Sometimes... Sometimes spiritual discipline or, you know, growing in Christ is not going to be comfortable. No. So we can't in the way, in the same way that we all have different spiritual gifts, we also can't use that as an excuse to not do that's something. Good. That's good. We can't just be like, well, that's not my gift. That's not my gift. And, I'm, you know, I'm really good at this instead, you know, I'm good at this and, sh- and she's not that great at that so I'm good at this so right. I'll just stay in my lane over here right but yeah. it's like hey sometimes you're gonna have to get out of your comfort zone for the body like for well, and, for the Lord and <laughs> another another way that that might happen is Sunday morning you're in church and, right. and the pastor says hey we're desperate for help in the nursery yeah we're desperate for helping the nursery and you've been asking God and asking God show me ways I can serve mm-hmm. oh I'm, I don't do babies <laughs> I don't do kids I don't right mm, now yeah. you do yeah because that's in some and you may not do that every single sunday but sometimes y'all if there's a need and you can meet it that's where you're be called obedient it's like maybe I'm, I'm i don't think i'm called into youth ministry i don't think i'm called into it's like but sometimes the church has a need for youth ministry in that time so like just go right. ahead and volunteer right <laughs> like right coming from the youth pastor's wife who volunteers in the youth Come on. I know. It's I know. fine. Hey, have you, you haven't murdered somebody? let's go. Yeah. i'm just kidding we, we do a background <laughs> check on everybody who do volunteers right but, but yeah i mean you're de- and some like, some people don't need to be around kids i get it like some people are just not good with kids and if, yeah, if yeah. you feel like the holy spirit is like no nah, you don't need to be around them kids because you might slap one of them sideways then maybe don't yeah maybe don't maybe don't but if you're but like you get oh, what i'm saying but if you're like yeah where where can i serve where can i serve but you're like uh but i have to get here a little bit early to i have to get here early to do that mm. that's like a lot yeah Okay, but you've been praying about a way to serve. So, so. <laughs> like, are you? Don't talk about it. Be about it. I know. Are you about and, it or are you not? And, I, and I'm gonna tell you, it's it's hard. It, well, now we we going into another topic. Now it really is. I know we are, but and, and. but I guess my main point with that was <laughs> yes. don't. We all have different spiritual gifts. Yes, but yes, do not let that be, be. your out. Yes. For not doing something or this not thing. seeing, like, seeing a way that you can serve but saying, uh, that's not me. Yeah. Okay. That was definitely a tangent, but I feel like a needed one. It's a good one. So, another thing, how can we take, compare, like, comparison and comparing ourselves to other people in the negative sense and turn it into encouragement? so for example if I see dang I wish that I had that outfit or I wish that I had that car or I wish that you know in our world is so material so that's kind of what I go to but yep or I wish I had that gift what if instead you went up to that other woman and you said I love your style yeah you and not in a like a fake way but just genuinely being like because that encouragement costs you nothing nope and she may look great on the outside but be dying on the inside yes that's good and that's a whole other thing of like you don't know what someone's really going through you don't because they could be putting on a fantastic show yes fantastic show and you don't want to encourage them because they look like they have it all together yeah yeah So what was another example of that? Dang, that was just such a good example. I really don't like, it's hard to add anything onto that. But yes, like being encouraging or saying like, even, yeah, just being more aware and empathetic to looking at, oh, they have it all together. Like, I wish I had, I wish I did that. Or I wish I had that, whatever. Or, you know, I'm not in that season of life. There's another thing. Oh, I did want to talk about seasons of life. I'm not in that season of life. I wish I was, I wish I was a mother. I wish I was a wife, you know, whatever, you know, like praising God for her, like f- praising God and saying, Lord, thank you for making her a mother. Thank you for making her a wife. Like yeah, help her to serve the body, to serve the church through those gifts, Right through the gift of motherhood, through the gift of her marriage lord like help her to disciple other people and disciple those children so that they may be the generation that you know starts a revival in this nation you right, know what I mean like right. really being intentional about your prayers in that season because what you're going to get into is um yeah you're just going to get into this like covetness, like covetous covetousness Covet- <laughs> co- coveting <laughs> yeah um attitude and um yeah get into this and then that's gonna breed bitterness and, and resent- resentment yes resentment toward the lord mm-hmm. not why just don't to I your have neighbor what she has why don't i have what she has why can't you give me that lord mm. and it's like dude i got some something else for you sister yes I have something else for you maybe just hold your horses for a minute just can you could just calm down for a hot second yeah um and I will say there is a bible study that I used that I did at um Kate Yates house we it was like a few of the girls from the college group at Mars it's called um redefined defining identity through the mirror of God's word and it's from well watered women okay um it's a great study it's written by Gretchen Sackles. Really It's beautiful illustrations. I highly encourage you guys to um, do it. But this is super important when we think about comparing ourselves to other believers, to other women, to, you know. And it says, you are not fighting a war against your sister, against your boss, against your husband, or against your neighbor. The battle you fight is against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. That's from Ephesians 6, 12. Mm-hmm. When you start taking up the shield of faith and fighting the right fight, that is when you will embrace the victory that Christ came to give. Victory is for today, not for tomorrow, and it is in Christ alone. Wow. That's good, huh? That's so good. And That's it's so good. And it says... um. Like, you're filled, supplied, abounding, and equipped. In him, you have been given all you need for this life. Mm, In him, you have been qualified to mother your children, to love your neighbor, and to fight for justice. In him, you've been filled with all the fullness of his grace upon amazing grace. In him, you've been imparted victory for today. In him, you have been supplied with his energy, his purpose, and his power. Like, you have everything you need in Christ. Everything you need, yeah. And... I think we have to stop viewing it as me against you, you know, in terms of of comparison and, and view it as we're in this together. Yes. Yes. We're in this together. So instead of saying, you know, another practical example might be, gosh, I feel like every time I go over to her house, it's spotless. I wish Mm -hmm. I could be like that. Well, she cleaned y'all. She knew y'all was coming over. Right. (laughs) Not always, but yeah. But instead of saying that, one thing you might could do to flip the script is say, Girl, your house is always so clean. Yeah. That is awesome. Like, what do you do? What are some things you do to keep it that way? Yes. And you know what that does? Here's that does two things compliments that person. That's encouraging. That she may have been on her hands and knees scrubbing baseboards that day. Yep. That's encouraging. Number two. It shows because you ask the question. It shows that you're not just saying it. You're actually further interested in how she got there. Cause she may be like, she may have a technique for getting stuff done that you have never thought of before. Yes, right. Like, hey, actually, I, um, every Friday or every whatever, or every day, I I have a fish bowl that has note cards in it that says which room I'm going to clean or what project I'm going to tackle and I pick it out and I do whatever that is like yeah and I give I set a timer that's on actually my f- a really good idea <laughs> I know I just made that up <laughs> um and I set a timer for my on my phone for an hour and I yeah. do whatever I can in that hour and I take a, a 30 minute break and then I do another yeah. an hour that's like, a really good idea I've done that before where I set a timer on my phone uh-huh. when the timer's up I take a break yeah and then I set another timer I go back and so, like, she may have a technique that will help you yeah. in keeping your house like clean. Like, yeah, yeah. Instead of just being like, man, they have what I wish I, had I wish I had. That, yes. It's like, well, maybe you could just like ask. Yeah, like and how then you get that a, to that point? That's everybody wins because yeah. that person feels encouraged, and then you just got a new yeah. tip. Maybe, man, like, man, Brianna, you seem like you love being in the Word. Like, how do you? how do you do that? Like, how do you f- have the energy to get in the word every day? Like, what are some practical things that helped you get into the word? Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Like ask those questions. Mm-hmm. Like, cause you're not going to know if you don't ask. And instead of it being like breeding in your heart of being like, Oh, she's so, so good at this blah blah, blah Like then at least you're, you're one, you're making a connection with your sister in Christ Yes. and two, and you're complimenting her. Right. And three, you may get some, advice that you probably needed right you know right that's really good so some some scripture I also wanted to share well actually before that just quickly touching on seasons of life Mm -hmm. and how every that looks different for everyone that's right so for example Victoria and I we don't have kids yet yeah you want to know how we're able to do like a podcast and stuff (laughs) <laughs> well, we don't have that obligation yet. Right. Now, hopefully we can keep this going even after we do. Yeah. But, you know, and another example of that is someone in a season of singleness. Mm-hmm. Guess what they're able to do more of? Serve. Yeah. Yeah. And and maybe even give. Yeah. Or, you know, give time and um, and just be available. I yes. mean, so different. There are going to be different different giftings even for different seasons of life yeah because for you what it might look like is you know you're in a season of singleness but you are able to mentor uh, other girls that are in college yeah I think about when I was a GA and I was not dating Nate then I was not dating anyone then um I was able to you know go go to Whataburger at 1am if I wanted to with a, yeah. with a with a student or a girl that I was you like you couldn't do that now if I'm married, no, w- no, like you'd be, they'd no. be like Nate Nate would say what are you where are you getting? going yeah you, like <laughs> but it's it's true that you like can't do the spontaneous I can't you know if somebody says hey like can you come over for dinner you know in an hour like whatever you may not be able to do that as a yeah. married person. Um, you probably already have different plans, plans mm-hmm. or you have something else going on. Like, And so this is this is not a bad thing. It's just no. a different time. It's a different season right. of life. Right. And you can serve others in a different way when you're married than when you're single as well. So it, it's all, it's just different. Well, and flip side would be, say you're an empty nester. Right. And you're listening and your kids are out of the house and... You know, you're having to, you're getting to know your husband again after, after, you know, raising a family. Yeah. Well, you can in turn open up your home to young couples who need to be disciples. That's good. Yeah. I mean, I, I can think of a few different like older couples that don't have kids in the house anymore that, you know, that could be how you're serving now. Yeah, that's good. So, different seasons are going to look different. That's right. really what I wanted to hit on. And just not to compare and not to... Because often I ask myself, am I... Like, should I be having kids right now? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, should I be pregnant? Because all my timeline is pregnant. Yeah, everybody's pregnant. But that's not... That hasn't happened yet. It's not my season of of life right now. Yeah, I mean, that... I don't, I don't know when that'll be necessarily, but I know that it's not now. Yeah. And you also don't want to fixate on that. You mm-hmm. know, you, you just want to live and serve God today and be obedient today. Yeah, that's good. Yes, because if you're thinking about the next season, that's a whole thing on contentment. If you're yes. like, I wish that I was in that season of life. I can't wait till I'm in that season of life that that girl's in. Man, yeah. that looks so fun. Like, can't wait till I'm in that... One, that comes, whatever season of life she's in comes with different struggles too. Right. It's going to come with different struggles. And you are missing out, when you're comparing yourself like that, you are missing out on a lot of great things that the Lord has for you in your season of life right now. Yeah. Because He is not going to use you more. Okay? He can use you. He's You're not going to be more sanctified necessarily in you know sometimes people are like there's nothing that sanctifies you more than having kids there's nothing that sanctifies you more than than getting married there's nothing that sanctifies you they're the same the same but sanctification looks different for everyone right i mean that because journey. i'm going to because the lord can sanctify you just like he can like he can sanctify somebody else like and that's, it's and just going <laughs> to be in a different it's going to be in a different way yeah you the lord you are you are equipped, you are qualified, you are called, like, straight up, like, yes, the Lord wants good gifts for his children, every single one of them, not the not just the mothers and the wives. That's so good. Every single one of his children, every single one of his daughters, he wants good gifts for you. And he wants you to be content where you're at, right? Because he says, I have something for you. I am doing something that you would not even believe if I told you. Yeah, if I told you, you you'd be like, "There's no way." Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. So as we kind of close out this conversation on comparison, mm-hmm. I, and I have some scripture I want to yes, share. I thought do. that would be a good way to end. I agree. Is there anything else you want to add? Just final thoughts? Yeah, I got a good quote for you, real quick. Oh, go ahead and bring it in on in this Bible study, and I'll leave that in the notes too, probably. Um but it says, it talks about kind of like how you, what it means to be um, qualified, like feeling inadequate and now being qualified. And I think that, yes, that has a, that's a little bit more of a, a different topic, kind of, but in the same arena. Yeah, yeah, it's um, in the ballpark. But this quote says, you have been redeemed through Jesus's be- death, where your measuring stick. Became the two pieces of wood he sacrificed his life upon. Through that very death and through the resurrection, you have now been qualified. You read that right, sister. The meaning of the word "qualified" in this passage is to equip with adequate power to perform duties and to render su- and to render sufficient. If you were to use the definition for the word "qualified" in the Colossians three to, in Colossians. 312 it would say giving thanks to the father who has equipped you with adequate power to perform duties and rendered your life sufficient to share in the inheritance of the saints in light that deserves a hallelujah chorus gosh like you have been redeemed through jesus's death where your measuring stick became the two pieces of wood he sacrificed his life upon you do not have to measure yourself against you other people no. you're qualified in christ in right. christ alone like brianna said when you're getting to heaven. Like when you are standing in front of an almighty God who is a powerful and loving, caring judge. Right. And is not going to say you are qualified. You are able to enter my kingdom because because you didn't sin as much as this person or because you were, you know, whatever. Because you did all these great things. It's like, oh, Christ's blood is applied. She's good. And thank God. It has. Thank God. It's not me. No. Thank God it's because not me. Because if it were, baby, you're not getting in. No, ma'am. You're not getting in. No, I'm st- ma'am. I mean, you're not making the cut, you know? it's And that's that's what it's all about, y'all. That's what it goes back to yes. every single week yes. is that in and of ourselves, we could never do it. Yeah. We could never do it. That's the no. point of the gospel, y'all. That's the point of... <laughs> of jesus dying and yes and i think people you know i know people may say like well that's like that's not like that's not fair it's like yeah i'm glad no
1: (laughs) i don't want it to be fair fair would
0: be (laughs) i don't want it to be fair no fair would be you drop dead right now because you (laughs) are you are separated by your by your sin yes from God. Yes. You were like, once a, chi- a child of wrath. Right. Like, but God being rich in mercy. Right. Like, but yeah. God. Right. Because not but Victoria asked for forgiveness. Like, be, but God, because he did it because in his mercy. Because he yeah. Yeah, uh, offered and y'all, his son. And y'all, that is freeing. Mm-hmm. So, re- like, rest in that, because that is a freeing truth. Right. That it is not me. No. It's not you. Like, you've been qualified by Christ because he has paid the penalty for your sins. That is a freeing thing because you're like, dang, I'm like, I'm so free to not be a slave to sin, to not be a slave to anything. I can be a servant to a wonderful master, a, a creator, a loving, kind father. That wants the best for you. A wonderful counselor. And here's the thing. It's not, I don't know, like it's not this picture perfect life of I go to church every time the doors are open and I read my Bible every single day and I'm the perfect wife and the perfect mother and the perfect friend and the you're not and you won't be. If you, yeah, if you think I'm happy all the time, y'all come to my house. I cry every day. Probably (laughs) you're delusional. You're delusional. If you think I'm happy all the time. Yeah, it's not that, but it's knowing that at the end of the day you're in Christ. Yeah. And, you know, one one other thing is it came from that desiring God yeah. article. Pride-fueled jealousy and selfish ambition leave the soul empty and tired. But the promises of God believed immediately produce the energy of hope. That's good. So these are some promises from God. Please, let's go. Jesus chose you and appointed you. You did not. This is John 15. You did not. This is from the Bible. (laughs) (laughs) You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should abide. So whatever you ask in the father, in my name, of the father, in my name, he may give it to you. Mm -hmm. Second promise. God will equip you with everything good that you may do his will working in us that which is pleasing in his sight through through Jesus Christ that's Hebrews 13:21 third promise god will always provide sufficient grace for you first corinthians 12:9 my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in your weakness mm-hmm. in our weakness mm-hmm. And thank God for that because I am weak mm-hmm. and I am in need of a Savior. Yeah. One or two, two more. God sees and rewards faithful, obscure labors for him. Things that other people may not even see yeah, you do. That's good. Your Father who sees in secret will reward you. Matthew 6, 6. Last one. God. Two more. Uh, oh, two two more. Sorry, <laughs> God assesses the heart, not outward impressiveness. Mm-hmm. I'm, I've been in First Samuel because of the Bible Damn. study we're in. Oh, cool. Yeah, and what? it's when you know David is is about to be appointed as king, and um, don't spoil it. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> oh my god, spoiler alert. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The Lord sees not as man sees. Man looks on the outward appearance, mm-hmm. but the Lord looks on the heart. That's First Samuel sixteen seven. Last one. Th- for real this time. <laughs> God will, and this is my favorite one, y'all. Yep. God will complete the work he began in you. You want to know who that? the subject of that sentence is? God. God, not you.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: If you're depending on yourself to do everything you need to do, it's never going to happen. Yeah. God will complete the work he began in you because God's perfect. Yeah, that's good. And not, God's not going to. Just not finish something that he started. That's right. Philippians one six, I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. That's good. So and that's, you know, Paul Paul's letter to mm-hmm. the church in Philippi. Mm-hmm. And he's encouraging them with that. And that same encouragement is is still for us yeah. today. And if you're if you're sitting here and you're like And you're like, man, that's so hard. Like, Victoria and Brianna, you have no idea. Like, the season I'm going through is so, so difficult. It's so hard to not compare myself to other people. Like, to other people's seasons. I totally understand. I'm sure Brianna and I have had dark seasons in our lives where we wished that we were someone else, I'm sure. Yeah. Or wished we were in a different position or in a different season of life. Yeah. 100%. But God works All things together for his glory and for our good. Amen. God does not withhold a good thing from those who love him. Yeah. If you feel like the Lord is withholding something from you, it's because it's either not good or it's not time. Oh my gosh, that's so good. It's either not good for you or Or it is not not your time. Mm. And why do I, why? Because God wants what's best for you. God wants the the best for you. Why would I settle for anything less than God's best for me? Why would I want to settle for anything less than what he has? Right. I don't. Right. Because that's going to lead to danger. Mm-hmm. Because the Lord is my shepherd. He protects his sheep. Right. So he will never lead me to danger. He will always lead me to life. Now, you know, in earthly circumstances may lead you into... Dark times and yes. dark valleys, yes. but don't ever for a second think that God's not working with it you. all out. That's right. That He's not working it all out because yeah. you want to know what in Genesis fifty, mm-hmm. and I know we got to wrap up. I know. but in Genesis fifty, after Joseph has been reunited with his brothers, mm-hmm. who several chapters ago sold. had sold him sold. into slavery yes. because of because of comparison, yes, and jealousy, yes. Sold Ooh. him into slavery. And Joseph said, what was meant for, for evil, evil? God meant it for, for good. good. Yes. So when you think of circumstances in your life, what the enemy means for evil, God means it for good. Yep. And, gosh, if that's not something that we can rest in. hmm So... All right. I think that let's, let's kind of wrap it up here. So we're going to start wrapping up with a listener question. Oh, do you have one? Yeah. Okay. And, uh, yeah. And then one other thing. Okay. Yeah. So listener question. Oh, this is a good one. Since we just talked about this, this is a question from Faith Baker. Oh, what's the best compliment you've gotten? What made it mean so much to you? Um, Okay, this sounds, this is a compliment that sounds like an insult. Okay. My friend, Maddie Brown, one of my best friends, she said to me one time that I was disarming. And I was like, (laughs) what does that mean? (laughs) Yeah. She was like, like, like people put down their arms whenever they're with you. Like, you feel like safe. Oh, my God. You feel like, like you're you feel like home when people talk like speak to you they feel at home with you like they can lay down their arms i would have cried i i did like i almost started crying i i had tears in my eyes it was the greatest compliment i've ever received and to this day i'm like please like i want to feel i want my home to be that way i want to feel that way i want people to feel safe when they talk to me yeah but yeah so for me Biggest compliment I've ever received, and I get it happens. Still, it, the older I get, it happens not quite as often, but everyone is always like, "You are so positive." Yeah, and I'm like, "Positive, I don't, encouraging, Caleb, Caleb, Caleb." I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Couldn't let
1: it get too serious. Sorry. Couldn't. But
0: no. I, in the, especially when I started yeah. teaching when I was in an environment where not everyone around me is a believer. Yeah. And I literally one time said, you know, I haven't had a great week, but today <laughs> I am going in that classroom and I am storming the gates of hell with a water pistol. And Victoria, they looked at me like, what now? But, so but then they were like, That's you well. know – you're so positive Positive. so that's that's a big compliment to me that's awesome anytime somebody compliments like positivity because i there's a there's so much negativity to go around for real there's plenty of that please when you have the choice between being positive and being negative just be positive choose positive every time yeah yeah and sometimes you're gonna have to fake it
1: yeah no offense but like
0: i mean i'm not even trying to be like that like but for real you're gonna have to fake it sometimes yeah uh so that's the listener question that's good all right if you made it to the end what do we want them to do Alright. Comment where you're listening from. Yeah. We wanna know. Comment for your for where you're listening from, but also I want emoji. Okay. We which haven't
1: emoji? had our
0: we haven't done that for the past two weeks. Yeah. Which emoji? What do you think? A, what if we did something random? The
1: the Equi- emoji the f- where he's wearing sunglasses. Oh, I was
0: gonna say the Ecuador flag. No, emoji where he's wearing sunglasses. Okay, sunglass emoji yeah um all right so if you made it this far tell us a where you're listening from okay so comment on the facebook or instagram post if you don't do social media i guess just text us to let us know Mm -hmm. and then the sunglasses emoji yeah the guy with the sunglasses yeah right after where you say you're listening from so that we know that you're for real All right. Well, thanks for joining us this week. We hope that y'all have an awesome rest of your week. Yes. And a great weekend. And we'll see y'all back here next week for part two of this series. Yeah. woo Bye, y'all. Bye.